Welcome to The Day Before, a fictionalized audio series influenced by real people during a complex time in modern American life, the 24 hours before LA's COVID-19 stay-at-home order took effect. I think this virus, quarantine, has brought to focus just how unmanageable our lives have become. Americans just don't stop, foot on the pedal, breakneck propulsion. This is especially true in Los Angeles. Gosh, just thinking about the time lost. And for what? Maybe, just possibly, we needed all the noise, all of our daily demands paused to see where the great work should really be trained. Inward. As the evening wore on, the dinner crowd, who'd come in for a quick espresso before their drive home, trickles off. And slowly, like the onset of a graveyard shift, in rolls the late-nighters. Boisterous energy, plenty of drunks, a few solemn souls sprinkled about. I meet... Dominic James, or DJ, Dom Juan. But uh, my, my staff calls me Mr. James. Dom manages an upscale restaurant and bar nearby in Hollywood. He wears a slimming suit, groomed meticulously, a touch of garishness. I dress the part, you know what I mean? You gotta set the tone for your staff. He gorges on a BLT. Yo, Jensi, can I get another water, sweetheart? Dude, that's like your fifth glass. You passing a stone or something, big guy? It's been a long day and a wild night, he tells me. The covers, reservations, crushed it. You demand excellence in the smallest ways. Excellence happens in the most important. So why here? Why now? It's 11 o'clock. Why not your own place? Some Netflix? I'm never home. And when I am, it's for three things. Zonking, shitting, and slapping. Period. Slapping? Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, slapping. Meet a girl online at the bar. Take her back. You slap. <laughs> Come on. Oh, okay. Got it. Slapping. Yeah, yeah, you learned something new today, didn't you? His leg bounces rapidly. Has since I first laid eyes on him. A ticket seems. Solo time is kept at a minimum. A sleep, clothes swap, I'm off. Hit Equinox for a pump, shower, and then a straight to the restaurant. I do about 70 hours a week there. Rough. Hey, it's the L's, baby. Losers and leaders, as he puts it. So what makes you a leader? <laughs> Fear of the title. The threat of cannon your ass. Really? I know the job. I've been a busser, dishwasher. I was a waiter. Could upsell the hell out of a table. Any table. So money's the prime motivator? Brother, what other motivation you need? Yeah, hell yeah. I show these kids a pathway. Look at my car, the food I eat, look at my clothes. This could be you. So you think the money is their main driver? If it ain't, my place ain't for them. Period. Period. I asked Don Juan what life was like before the 70 hour weeks, the responsibility. Uh, yeah, there was a time I'd go out afterwards, you know, with the employees, I mean. Man, those times were out of this orbit. House parties, after-hour spots, fuck. Oh, shit, uh, is it swearing okay? Sure. The stories gushed out of him with nominal baiting. Well, not so much stories as they were staccato confessions. Molly, ecstasy, he used recreationally, so he puts it. Dommy boy had some 
dark days would stumble through the doors. <laughs> Blitzed. Oh my hmm. god. This one night, a Saturday, unfucking forgettable. Wait, 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 fuck. Let me set it up. Let me set it up. Okay. Okay, it's NBA All-Star Weekend. You remember that one a few years back? Vaguely. Not crazy important. Look, but this thing was big. Like Oscars on steroids big. All the clubs, bars, restaurants, they were just obliterated. Lines stretching round the block. Celebrities, influencers, ballers, everybody was showing out. Shots lined up, Molly, Coke, on and on and on. So by hell, nine o'clock, I'm out of my mind. So I'm gonna come over here, right? Gulp some water, chew on something greasy, sober up. Anyhow, I walk in. Barge in is more like it. At whatever, probably. Look, the place is like totally empty. Ghost town status. Yo, but I got a whiz like a racehorse and it hit me like that, man. I could have French kissed that urinal. So I walk out, checking my phone that's pinging like a slot machine. And then I see gents over here. My eyes almost popped out of my skull. Yeah, 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 whatever. I was loaded. Like, He forgot beyond. to pull up his fucking pants. <laughs> Wait, what? Yep. Boxers and all. His stuff just dangling there on full view, like... So, <laughs> so I handle my situation. No, wait. Stop. The best part is, I'm like, dude. And he looks up at me all glassy-eyed, and I'm like, I can see your dick, dummy. And I do the motion, like, pull up your stuff. And he looks down, slowly, like a numbskull, and then looks back up at me and goes, <laughs> like a total fucking oaf. Like, like, like sloth from the Goonies. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. That's, that's great. You can totally picture it. Yeah. Yeah, so I did pull my pants up eventually. Thank you. And the place was empty because we'd been closed for about Stop, oh, an hour. Jack wagon. <laughs> Thanks, Jensie. We really appreciate your passion. Yeah, so I cleaned up after that. Started doing the meetings thing three times a week. Meetings? AA. Oh, that surprises me, if I'm totally honest. Eh, I like them. Forget the substance issues. It's just people there just trying to get better. There's a, a leadership principle there. Real leaders should always be learning. That's what my dad used to always say. Which got me thinking. This is a person who cannot be alone. And was AA a leader learning kind of thing? Or do some personality types need communal help? People watching them, keeping them in check. So this aggressive lifestyle, gym, work, where you're pulling what, 70 plus hours, been here? Six days a week. How do you make time for the meetings? No choice, have to. Been sober now 563 days. So this thing, coronavirus. Ah, no, no, I don't do mainstream media and all that noise. Uh, all right, fair, but whatever is going on, it's a plausible threat to life as we know it. If people couldn't go to bars, if restaurants and nightlife stopped. Wouldn't. Zero shot. We do revenues of 43 mil a year with all of our concepts, all right? I'm responsible for a meaty chunk of that. It's a machine. The machine don't stop. It just churns and burns. Okay, close me out, dum-dum. Oh, my queen. Where are you going? 
Home, Nosy. Don't you hear it? What? That tall glass of wine that's calling my name right now. Oh. Tell me you're still not drinking that box shit. Please, God, no. Look, look me in the eyes and tell me, gents. Leave me a 40% tip, like you should, and maybe I'll score me a fancy bottle of hooch for a fancy kind of night. Buenas noches, fellas. Yeah, right. I don't tip more than 25%. Anywhere. He never does. Makes you look like you want something. <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, my Uber's almost here, so I'm gonna... I'm gonna jet up out of here, too. Oh, okay. So we'll stay in touch. Yeah, you got my number. Hit me up. Get you, uh, get you guys in the front of the line. You wonder what kind of hand the virus will play in DJ's life. People who feel totally safe, safely insulated from the world's problems. Someone who, wittingly or not, needs constant locomotion going, lest they're stuck with the one person they know least, themselves. Thanks for listening to The Day Before. This podcast would not have been possible without the collective talents of an inspired team. This episode was written by Gordon Clark, with editing and sound design by John Ciano. Voice talent includes Brett Green as Dominic James, Annabelle Watson as Jensi, Gordon Clark as narrator-journalist, with original music by the wonderful Joe Levi. of wine that's calling my name right now that's good <laughs> okay never do that again you guys hear that cha ching cha ching that's my money sacks in the floor <laughs> oh my god please tell me you heard that. we're going to sizzler <laughs>